Welcome to the Well Community Jokes. It's awesome that you guys are here. Welcome so much to uh, the Well Community Church Online. I guess I should need to be looking here. I have the screens happening here, but uh, this is a new experience for me, as I'm sure it is for um, almost everyone. Um, so I'm glad that we have the technology available to us to be able to pull off this online service. Um, just with the increase, the rise of COVID-19 right now, um, our leadership team talked at length yesterday about um, how to kind of navigate this. And uh, we thought that this was probably the best way to make sure that we're caring for the people who call the well home, who attend, come through the doors, but also um, to take care of the people who are going to be meeting tomorrow morning for Binbrook United as well. Um, we wanted to make sure that we weren't uh, contaminating anything that way and just that everyone could be able to worship uh, together in their communities. So again, thank you so much for tuning in. Um, I even wrestled about how to do this. Uh, part of me wanted to actually still be at the church and have the worship team and do kind of like a hybrid thing and run it just like normal, but without people sitting in front of me. But we, uh, we decided, you know what, this, because we're renting space, this is what it is. Let's just make the most of the technology we have. And I'm just sitting in my kitchen, enjoying a coffee. I hope you're doing the same. And I look forward to the time that we have together. Um, you know what, these are strange times. Let me open up in a word of prayer and just ask the Holy Spirit to uh, help us navigate the days ahead. So, Heavenly Father, uh, we just gather here together online using the technology that's available to us um, to fix our eyes upon you. God, there's a lot of chaos and commotion happening around us in our communities, in our nation, and around the globe. But God, you are the one constant that has never changed. And I just pray now that through your spirit, you continue to fill us and empower us to just be a calm voice um, in the midst of uncertain times, in the midst of confusion, and just that we will continue to be a peaceful and faithful presence in our community. God, be with our leaders, be with our prime minister, uh, health officials, and the leaders around the world as they're all figuring out what to do, um, as this is such a, such a new Thing, uh, but to give them wisdom and discernment moving forward and in the days ahead. I pray um, that you just meet with us now in your name. Amen. All right, so um, I was listening to a podcast this morning and it was pretty interesting. This, this uh, pastor I was listening to was kind of talking about how we're in a moment before the moment. Uh, things are slowly escalating over here in North America. Uh, some places, such as Seattle and Portland, are more in the moment, but we're still kind of grappling with uh, moving forward and navigating the days ahead before we actually really understand what's at play here. Um, but just know that the decisions that we've made to be able to move this online, they weren't made out of a place of fear. They come from a place of love. Uh, love of neighbor, uh, love for you guys, uh, the responsibility that we have to, to care for you guys. And uh, we weren't panicked at all about um, needing to have to cancel everything because I know we're well below that 250 limit. But I did want it to be a um, just a, a desire for care and concern for, for all of you. Uh, so 
know that our mission to our community though um, hasn't ceased. It's not stopping. We still want to go strong. We still want to be able to minister to our community the best that we can. And again, be that peaceful and faithful presence to our community. Um, so although the world's changing rapidly around us, like I said, Jesus is our constant. Uh, we can keep our eyes focused on him. And I was really wrestling with how to kind of navigate this evening because Part of me wanted to continue on with Acts and just kind of feel like, you know what, let's keep something else constant and let's keep hammering through this. But I really felt it on my heart that we needed to address the situation at hand. Uh, the first hard thing to swallow was actually uh, postponing our vision night because I'm excited to be able to share what God's doing uh, in and through our church there. But uh, then secondly was kind of putting aside the message I'd prepared for tonight and just kind of writing a short uh, reflection on how to respond to this and what was interesting is I was praying about kind of the text to ground us in the text that actually came to mind was what we had just focused on last Saturday when we gathered together at the very end of Acts chapter 4 we had read 37 verses last week so I'll, I'll reread verses 32 to 35 but it says, all the believers were united in heart and mind, and they felt that what they owned was not their own. So they shared everything they had. The apostles testified powerfully to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus, and God's great blessing was upon them all. There were no needy people among them, because those who own land or houses would sell them and bring the money to the apostles to give to those in need. And that just kind of reminded me that, you know what, COVID-19... Um, shouldn't take our focus off of Jesus. It should turn us toward him. And we should use this as an opportunity to love well, to love each other well, to love our neighbors well. Uh, verse 32, where it says that all the believers were united in heart and mind. I just was kind of thinking like, what does that mean? What does that look like? What were they united around? And the answer is simply Jesus. It was the, the person and the resurrection and the power of Jesus and I just thought man th this is exactly the hope that we have in the midst of all these cancellations in the midst of um, the, our shelves being empty in the stores um, you know what Jesus is in control and if we fix our eyes upon him he will continue to fill us with that hope and that peace love and joy that we can then uh, share with our, our neighbors around us um, so in the scriptures here, these believers were being threatened by the powers, the religious leaders were being threatened more by a virus, but regardless, these believers prayed for boldness. And I believe that that's our call too to pray for boldness and not a reckless abandonment, but uh, a boldness to remain calm, a boldness to remain peaceful and hopeful and a boldness to keep our eyes fixed on Jesus. Because at the end of the day, this shouldn't change anything about our relationship with Jesus. Uh, if not, it should actually strengthen it and have us kind of slow down, step back, and refocus on him in the midst of uh, uncertain times. So the second half of verse 32, they felt that what they owned was not their own, so they shared everything they had. This is the one that rocked me today. This, this is powerful because the more and more I was looking on the news and just trying to track the developments of this, um, I'm not sure if you realize, but most of the headlines, the first thing you would see on the news uh, channel would be uh, the stocks and the businesses 
and the, the utter chaos that's going around there. And it just reminded me that we live in this consumer culture. We live in this culture that wants more and more. And we're consuming at such an extreme rate that actually we became so scared and fearful that other people were going to take more that we began consuming more and more and we're, we're hoarding things and not only that is just before i logged in here i was reading some articles over in vancouver with people uh, buying lysol wipes out of the costcos there to resell them on kijiji and we've got things backwards when that's the case uh, this virus though i believe it it's creating us to slow down and stop. Uh, I believe there's an invitation actually for us and for those of us who follow Jesus to stop and to pause and it's helping force us to simply be. And I don't know about you, but it kind of reminds me if, if you've ever left your cell phone somewhere, you've been at a friend's house, you left it and then you don't realize it till you get home and there's this panic all of a sudden, like, oh my goodness, what am I gonna do? All the texts and emails, I'm not gonna see this. And you feel this disconnect and, and uh, you, you arrange plans to get it back from your friend a few hours later. But in the midst of those three hours, you kind of go from this panic to then coming up with a plan where you're like, you know what, I'll respond to these when I get my phone back. And by the time you get your phone back, you're kind of like, oh man, that was nice. It was a bit of a relief to be disconnected from just that that busyness and I think that's the invitation that this um, this situation is kind of forcing upon all of us it's kind of forcing us to slow down reevaluate pause and um, check in with ourselves but then to care for each other and not just hoard and consume and take more and more and more but uh, to step off that treadmill of consumerism and realize that, you know what, um, we need to take care of one another. So verse 33 then goes on and it says here that the apostles testified powerfully to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus and God's great blessing was upon them all. Um, there's another translation that, that I love here too by the Common English Bible because sometimes we confuse God's great blessing with, again, more stuff if we're a consumer culture. But it says here, the apostles continue to bear powerful witness to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus and an abundance of grace was at work among them all. And that's, I think, just a beautiful way of putting it because what's holding our attention right now? Is it the, is it the panic, the chaos? What are we bearing witness to? Or are we bearing witness to the peace and the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. And I believe that in the days, in today and in the days ahead, we have that choice to make of who we're gonna follow. What, um, are we gonna choose the way of the world, kind of this chaos and panic and fear hoarding? Or are we gonna choose joy and peace and hope? And I believe that when we follow the way of Jesus, as followers of Jesus, and we choose joy and put others first, then we too experience that abundance of grace. And, um, that's my desire, that's my hope for us as the Well Church family and uh, as we get to minister to our neighbors and friends around the community. Uh, because then it ends off here that there were no needy person among them. And again, thinking back to all the jokes about toilet paper that's uh, gone, uh, just all the, the, the shelves that lay bare right now in the stores, um, 
There were no needy persons among them. I think this kind of grounds the message on how can we practice this? What doors are opening to us in our community where we can take care of one another so that we can ensure that there's no needy person among us? So I know I was talking to Amanda a bit this morning about uh, some practical ideas, uh, which like run errands for the elderly, for people who can't get out, maybe give them a ride somewhere if they need to. Kid swap, I know with three weeks of kids off school, uh, parents are panicking about what do I do with my kids. Uh, provided everyone's healthy, maybe we can arrange something to, um, to, to swap kids. I know the United Church sometimes is open to, um, to allowing us to use their facilities, but again, that would depend on their, um, their regulations. But uh, provide meals for those in need. Uh, there's going to be people who d either don't have groceries, can't get out to get, can't get out to get groceries, and uh, just need some extra support that way. Those are some just uh, real practical ways. Um, I'm sure you guys have a lot more, and if you do, put them in the comments below. I'd love to see them. Some ideas that you guys have been thinking of, but um, just remember to be a voice of peace. Uh, texting, phone calls, social media, whatever it is you're on. Be that point of voice of peace and reason. I know for uh, Amanda, she was talking with a friend this week. And after getting off the phone, her friend messaged her just saying, man, I was talking to so many other people today and I was just panicked. And after talking with you, it just kind of lowered that anxiety. And it was just that reassurance that it's going to be okay. Um, and then Amanda happened to find toilet paper on the shelf and brought her a pack. <laughs> but uh, it's... It's a crazy time we're in, but I think it's it's going to encourage a new level of creativity. And we're talking about church on a small scale. I know there's churches so much larger than ours that it's actually kind of, I think, an exciting time because we get to rethink what the church is. Because the church isn't a building. The church isn't a special event. The church is people. It's coming together and taking care of one another. Uh, fixing our eyes upon Jesus. Uh, we need people in this time too. So if uh, check in on your neighbors, check in on your friends, people who might be a little more prone to isolate, uh, make sure that they're doing okay. We can use FaceTime and Skype just like we're doing now um, to be able to, to visit if we need to. But we all need community during this time. And I think that uh, even though we need that safe space, there's that longing to connect and it's actually showing. I'm not sure how many of you guys have seen videos over in Italy right now, but uh, since they're all under quarantine and there's such strict regulations on who can go out and how many people in the store at a time, they're actually going on their balconies and there's some musicians that have begun singing and all the other people come out on their balcony and they bring out their accordions and their tambourines and they've all just been singing together and it's just... I don't know, it's kind of a cool picture of what, uh, what community can look like in this time where we also need some uh, separation. Um, but this also requires, I'm gonna ask of you, that it requires for you to keep in touch with us. Uh, I wanna be able to journey alongside with you and help you the best I can. I'll do my best to connect with all of you and, and just check in, see how you guys are doing if you need anything. But also don't hesitate to reach out to me. I've put my email in the comments. Um, I'll, I'll enter that again too. It's kevin at thewellbinbrook.com. Let me know how I can be of assistance. Uh, let us know if, if you are in need or if a family or friend is in need. Let us know how we can respond as a church 
uh, to that, to just continue to spread the love of Jesus. So let's not spiritually and emotionally isolate ourselves. Um, don't shut down, don't numb and just go to the Netflix shows or whatever to kind of uh, numb the feelings of, uh, of fear that are somewhat natural in this season. But just remember that COVID-19 shouldn't take our focus off Jesus. It should lean us and it should turn us toward him. So let's use this time as an opportunity to love well. Uh, John 14, verse 27, Jesus says, I'm leaving you with a gift, peace of mind and heart. And the peace I give is a gift the world cannot give, so don't be troubled or afraid. And I just think that uh, one of the commands that we're told all throughout Scripture is do not be afraid. Uh, let's lean into Jesus through this season, and um, let's lean into one another as we discern and discover next steps. So in terms of moving forward, um, I'm planning to pick up where I left off right at Acts uh, chapter 5, verses 1 to 16 next Saturday. Uh, we're going to continue uh, at, with this seizing the 167 and uh, it, have to, again, think creatively about how do we seize the 167 in this time of isolation. Uh, but I'll keep in touch with you regarding how we'll gather together, what it might look like. I'm going to do my best to make it as experiential as I can. Um, and with the vision night that's postponed, we will reschedule that. But I'll also give you kind of a, um, a spoiler that I'm actually going to plan on doing a four-week vision series following Easter. Because I thought, you know what, 10 to 30 minutes following a service isn't enough time to really share my heart and to get you to engage with it and speak into it. And I thought, what better way than doing a four-week series that I can actually really settle in and talk about uh, what God's really speaking to me and the vision for the well, and then allow you guys to engage with it, speak into it, and um, continue to see what unfolds as 2020 continues. So I have included in the notes, in the comments, uh, an online worship playlist. There's a link to a YouTube channel there. It's our church YouTube channel. You'll find the old services there as well. Um, these were the songs we were supposed to sing tonight. Um, so you can go on and listen to that as well. Um, there's a link to our giving page. Uh, so for those of you who call the well home and uh, we'd love for your continued support, especially as we are seeking to um, look for new ways to continue to help our community and those in need around us. Uh, there's also, if you're not getting church emails, if you're like, I didn't get an email this week, I sent out a few, so I apologize for how many, but um, check your junk mail or subscribe on the link down below as well. And again, my email, kevin at thewellbinbrook.com or my cell phone, 905-518-0168. Um, thank you again for tuning in for um, being supportive of this and just know that I am praying for all of you and I, uh, I pray that we can um, help bring that curve down and reduce the impact of COVID-19. But let me just close in prayer and then I'll, I'll uh, wish you a blessing on the weekend ahead. So Heavenly Father, thank you so much again for your peace, the gift that you give us. And God, I pray that even though we're somewhat isolated, I'm thankful for the unity that we can have through our technology. 
God, I pray that you continue to make us stronger out of this and continue to strengthen the community around us. God, may we be known as a peaceful and faithful presence as we seek to share your love and help those in need. God, my, my prayer is that we too will be able to say that there is no needy person among us because you provide for us, Lord. So God, as we leave here this evening, I pray that you just continue to be with the families, be with the parents, the kids, um, and everyone who makes up the well. And I just pray that this disease, um, although it might cause some dis-ease, that it doesn't distract us from your son and the relationship that we have with Jesus. This is an opportunity for us to love well, and I pray that you empower us and give us the opportunities to do just that. In your name we pray. Amen. So thank you so much, guys. I hope you have a great weekend. I will uh, link again those, um, those links. And uh, if you have any comments, email me, text me, give me a call. And I look forward to being in touch with you guys over the March break. Grace and peace be with you now more than ever. In Jesus' name, amen.